ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sad Money, episode 11. Uh, I'm your co-host, Steven Sahelnik, and coming to us from sunny Los Angeles is uh, our other co-host, Alexander Payne. Yes, sir. We're doing a coast-to-coast podcast this week. Uh, That's right. Yeah, that's right, and we uh, we can't wait to talk to you about what's been going on because there's there's been a lot, and next week is going to be crazy busy too. We got a, a hot CPI report that's going to be dropping next week, right after Valentine's Day. Be on the lookout. Um, yeah, big Alex, <laughs> big man, take, <laughs> sir. You want to kick us off? Any anything that was top of mind uh, that came to you? Oh yeah, one thing I thought that was hilarious was I saw this is this is a good because it's tax season as well, which is really Valentine's Day for accounts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I saw this where it said uh, Sam Bankman-Fried lost over billions of dollars. No problem. The Pentagon, and we covered this in the earlier episode, lost two point two trillion dollars. No one cares. But you, if you get more than $600 on eBay or Venmo, where's our money? That's what the IRS is doing right now. That's right. Isn't that, that crazy? I, you know what? It's I would say it's crazy, but I've heard crazy things. <laughs> that's insane, right? You think about it, when you put it together like that, you're like, damn, that's messed yeah. up. Yeah, I've, I'm, everyone's uh, everyone's weed dealer is, is uh, going insane over this shit. Watch that yeah. eBay or that Venmo or Poshmark or whatever you got. Yeah, Poshmark. They're like, I gotta, we gotta go back to cash, man. We gotta go to cash. Um, I saw actually th- it had to do with the IRS. They introduced a new uh, program for tips, where basically it's like a tip reporting program where its goal is basically to get service workers uh, to be reporting their tips, which is egregious because. We already don't pay like a living wage to service workers, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So we're gonna go on top of that and make their lives even fucking worse. Cause there's no consumer that is worse in the world than the American consumer. We're we're literally the worst people. We're mean to everybody and we're gonna take their tips away. That's crazy. Not us, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, as the conspiracy theorist in me would say, it is called serve us. Think about it. Break it down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm definitely going to set off a couple of people on Instagram with that, where they're like, this guy, whoever keeps sending us conspiracy theories, I'm definitely going to get that guy going. Oh, 5G guy? Yeah. 5G guy. We we get at least 15 uh, clips a day of uh, 5G controlling us. At the first clip, I'm like, nah. And then about the 14th clip I watched, I'm like, there's something to this. <laughs> magnetic. His name is something magnetic. We're not gonna, we're not gonna dox him. Let's <laughs> not do that. 14 clips in, I'm like, hmm, all right. I see what he's trying to say. <laughs> all right, all right. So the IRS, um, that was one. Um, what had happened last week was also the. Um, FOMC meeting, right, where uh, Chairman Powell had kind of walked through what they're seeing, right, and what they're Mm -hmm. anticipating, which is uh, they're going to continue the rate hikes, but it seems like they're going to be potentially slowing the pace. And that's what we were talking a little bit about. Um, And the market kind of went up on that news, apparently, um, you know, with, with their rate hikes going to 25 
basis points, 25 bips, however you want to put it. Um, they're going to keep doing that a little bit and they're going to see what happens. But, um, you know, I think the market was also, interestingly enough, it was up on a really strong jobs report on Friday. There were 500,000 jobs added, uh, which is crazy because we've seen like a lot of layoffs, uh, but it's all been pretty much in the tech sector. And mm -hmm. broad, broadly speaking, the market or the jobs reports are still strong. So that had me a little, uh, not confused, but I'm like, this is interesting because if it's a hot jobs market, isn't inflation going to stay high? Like, what do you think? Well, I think we spoke about this before, which was interesting yeah. was I think a year or two ago, maybe last year, I remember they were saying that like, um, definitely during COVID, there's the great flight, everyone's quitting. And yep. nobody wants to work anymore. And now the Fed is saying too many people have jobs. So it's like, well, where do we stand on this, really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And they keep moving. We always talk like they we keep they keep moving the goalposts. They changed how CPI is being denoted. Now it's based on one year of data, not based on two years of data. So they changed uh, the definition of a recession. All they the, the uh, what is it? The Drake from her loss. Y'all keep yeah. going in and out of recessions and recessional. It's like I go in and out of Texas and her exes and my sessions. My lawyer in the courtroom, like objection. Okay, I just have to do. I have to do one customary Drake drop every time. I love it. I mean, um, you know, no one. There's only one group of people who've been better to strippers in Texas and Drake. And that was Enron executives. Speaking of which, I did I did go to strip club in Minnesota while I was oh, there. Tell us about that. <laughs> it was very empty, man. It was a Tuesday. It was Tuesday night before I left. My cousin wanted to do something special. Due and, diligence, uh, right? You're doing due diligence. I was doing my due diligence. I was uh, surveying how has it been for the past however long, and I got conflicting reports. You know, I heard during the winter it's been a really rough winter. Um. You know, I didn't go on hot dog night. Apparently, you can get... <laughs> there's hot dog night at the strip club. But uh, it was rough. Even the dudes that were giving money, they were pulling out a single dollar. They were open the wallet, one dollar, and lay it down, and then close their wallet. That's wild. Was it a single? Was it a single story strip club? No, it's two stories. You can go to the ones at the top. The girls will sometimes come down, slide from the top. Yeah, yeah. Um. Only yeah. one girl did that, but yeah, I've only ever been to one. The only two story strip club I've been to was in Baltimore and, uh, it was something. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. From another time. I can't wait. I can't wait. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that behind the paywall for Patreon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So Minneapolis strippers are falling on hard times is what you're saying. It's tough at the deja vu in downtown Minnesota. Yeah. Minneapolis, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, in terms of uh, the week coming up, um, it's interesting. There's two things to note. There was actually some news yesterday that was pretty important um, where Carl Icahn, who is like a very big activist investor, and he's a pretty good trader too, yeah. Um, he doesn't just invest in companies. He actually takes directional bets in like futures market and things like that. So he placed um, 
it was a $5 billion notional short. He used it with options. So he was really just betting 25 million as the options premium, but the notional size is $5 billion. Um, and he's basically betting uh, for basically next Friday, the 17th, mm-hmm. uh, that the market is going to decline into, you know, into next week. So he's already up pretty big on his position because of the move down today. But what's coming next week and what we just talked about is that inflation report. So he's either betting on just like structural moves or he might be thinking that CPI is going to come in hot this month and next week. So it's interesting because whenever he kind of places a trade, it's he's an interesting guy to, to, I don't know, pay attention to and just think about why he's doing it similar to Burry or <laughs> Pelosi or something like that. Yeah, Pelosi the goat. Uh, I I can's up there too. He's he's not to be uh, trifled with. I would say. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. I think uh, there's a lot of like structural. There's like these flows called like Vana and Charm. There's a lot of flows going into next week that are supportive of the market. Options for the month expire next Friday. After that window expires, I think there's going to be a chance of a you know. There could be a chance of a downwards move basically leading into March in the back half of February. So we'll see, you know, things could continue to go up. We've had a pretty strong bounce in January, but if there was a window for the market to become like weak again, I I feel like it would be, you know, after next Friday. But in the overall sense of things, it hasn't gotten as high as it was last November when everyone in the Fed sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're still like that's like here, and we're like here. For sure, that was like forty eight hundred. Yeah, they sold it like forty seven hundred on like the ES or S and P, however you want to put it. Uh, so it's they like definitely not picked it. Is this like when Burry put up that uh, photo of the Great Depression? And he said there was like seventeen dead count bounces in between when it started to go down and its actual all time low. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that that's kind of what because we've seen things like some of the moves we've seen is Bed Bath and Beyond, which is about to file for bankruptcy. It had a bounce. I thought they got a uh, like a invest. uh, We call it like a convertible. Yeah, it was convertible financing. Yeah, where they kind of I think their float went up six times, so they massively diluted their shareholders. But they're still alive. Who else did that last year? Hertz did that last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. AMT did it too as well. Yeah. So it's like they're basically just dumping on retail, right? That's pretty much yeah. what it is. Not uh, the GameStop boys. We still out here. <laughs> You're still, still alive. The is, book, there like a, is there like a GameStop like a sign or something like that? The Rocket. The Rocket? Okay. I mean, is there a GameStop sign? Yeah, it's a rocket, which like to the a, moon. That's what it means. Like a rocket. Okay. That's gorilla. Cool. It's, not, it's not like a, not like an X or something like that. Oh no no the circle purple circle which means DRS your stocks. <laughs> okay, you got to direct register your stocks. So the stocks are in your name. That's hilarious. I own one share of GameStop in honor of everything that's happening there. <laughs> it's a people's movement. Yeah, that's right. Team team never sell. I got to direct. I got to um. What do you call it? Direct listed? Direct register. You're shared. Direct. Do it on company share. But you know what? 
We'll save that for the people on the Reddit board. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Did you have anything else? Or because Burry did? I actually saw earlier this week Burry did tweet something about this. Yeah. About the dilution of the stock, but he also tweeted another picture. I don't know if you remember. It yeah. was the oh. federal funds rate. It was a federal funds rate. That's what it was. But it was showing at the time in between when they were uh, also when they would hike the rates and yeah. the market would fall. Right. That's what it was, wasn't it? It was something like that. The way that I interpreted it, um, and I, I don't know if it's different, was that uh, everyone's focused on when is the Fed going to lower rates. Um, mm -hmm. And we talked about like how people are predicting it in the back half of this year, but his chart was basically showing in 2001, the Fed did start lowering rates, yeah. but the market, it, that did not stop the market from falling. Like there was still a market crash. So this could be a whole... I, they call it uh, buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah. Where, like, when um, the pivot comes, that's a sell the news type of event, actually. So he might be trying to hint at something like that, uh, where just be. And you're talking about the 2000 to 2002.com. Yeah, dot com. Yeah. Crash, basically. Where he, I think his whole point was just because they might pivot, that doesn't mean it's a good, that's a good thing. That's going to mean there's disinflation, which is like, uh, you know, recession, basically, if everything slows down. So I think everyone, if everyone's so focused on the Fed's cutting rates, it might not be for a good reason. They might do it because they have to, which I, I know you were talking about, too, last week. Or last yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering what the chart meant. But it was, it was, I was just making sure that it showed the... Uh... Yeah when the Fed would change the rates and it was saying that it doesn't matter what's happening. There's just going to be a lot of volatility. Yeah. Um, and I guess if you're Carl Icken or, you know, anyone like that, you can figure out how to. That's his right? Yeah. Carl Icken, right? Yeah. Carl, I, I can. Icken. I can. Oh, I can. I-C-H-A-N, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm just thinking of Icken Bob Crane. <laughs> he kind of, he kind of looks like him. He looks all I can. Yeah, call I can't. Call I can't. Okay, that's a I like that can do attitude. And <laughs> yes, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking like if you know how to play the market, it's a good idea, but I don't know otherwise. Yeah. Sit tight or you you know, you I don't know what you do in this market, right? You just hold on for the best. Yeah. I think like it's it's tough. Yeah. It it's it's tough to especially because you saw everything bounce. So it's like maybe people are getting back into like tech and a lot of these names that bounced, but it'll jobs be aren't coming back. Yeah. Those, a lot of those jobs are not coming back. Like they're just, they're not, I don't know what's going to happen to everyone. There's been like 300,000 layoffs in the tech sector. And mm -hmm. I don't know where a lot of those layoffs and everyone who was affected, where they're going to go for the next job. Yeah, I just saw Tinder laid off, I think, 10% of their staff. Someone else just did a layoff as well. Shout out to my Tinder gold boys. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Make that. There's a Tinder premium too, apparently. I haven't. Oh, no. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I just, I was doing some research. That's all I'm saying. They're all owned by the same company. They're owned by um, IAC. Uh, they own Bumble and Hinge and all of them? They own all of them. Oh, okay, Cupid. They own every single one. So what does that tell you? <laughs> Nobody's getting married. That's what I'm hearing. Nobody's finding happiness. Yeah. Yeah, they 
they definitely totally want you to stop paying for their services and for you to find love. That's totally what they're trying to do. <laughs> that is bowed out to the algorithm. Yeah. Get off the algorithm. Find love off the algorithm. It's a, uh, that's my opinion. Face to face? Face to face. You got to do it. You, you need to. You got to get curved on site in person. And this is more to the men. I know we, we've been shouting, we've been ragging on the opposite sex a little bit, but I think like guys, you just got to, you got to get rejected in person because then you also beat the algorithm. There you go. The, you're the algorithm, really. You're the quant is what we're saying. That's right. That's right. In your life, you're the market maker. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's a good analogy. That's a great analogy. Um, yeah, so the IRS, um, this week, CPI is coming up. That's big. Um, we talked about ICANN and the bet that he placed. Um, you know what else I saw? There's a record number of Americans who are uh, tapping their 401ks early. So they're basically going into their retirement plans early and tapping it. And you have to pay a penalty if you do that before the age of, uh, before the retirement age. Um, so I think that either shows, either people have a lot of money saved up in their 401k or they don't have any savings left. So they have to use that to pay their bills, which is crazy. Well, I think it's, I think we know which one it is, obviously. Yeah. Uh, credit card bills and the debt has gone up a huge amount in the last, what, six, seven yeah. months with the record amount, right? From the pandemic where we had the most savings to now we're just yeah, being starved right now. They said they were going to get that money back one way or another and they knew it. Yeah. 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 They, they, um, they definitely are. And, uh. You know, we'll see if the soft landing is being like priced in right now, if it actually happens, but I, I don't think so with like the deterioration of like the consumer, all of that, it's, it's just not gonna, I don't see it happening at all. Well, you know, like I said, Bernie says to sell, Kramer says to buy, which means just hold on for your dear life. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fireworks, like, either way, for sure. I think so. And um, what else? They, um, you know, like, a lot of executives have been, like, you know, I've seen this, too. Like, some executives have announced, like, when they do layoffs that they're taking yeah. pay cuts at the same time. Not to call out the Zoom executive, um, the Zoom founder, Eric Yuan. I think yeah. it's Eric. But he was like, I'm taking a 98% pay cut because uh, we're laying off 12,000 staff members. And it's like, you're already worth $3.5 billion. So it doesn't matter. Going from getting paid like a million dollars a year or even even like $500,000 a year or $300,000 a year to nothing, it doesn't matter if you're worth $3.5 billion. So really? it's like, Yeah. I was gonna say you know no, who did take it's a pay crazy. Cut. What, what were you gonna say? Sorry, I was say who did take a pay cut was my boy Tim Cook. That's right. Shout out to him. And that one got laid off. No one. Shout out to him. Yeah. You know what that means? You gotta think different. You gotta think different. <laughs> we're trying to get this podcast sponsored by Apple. Everyone. <laughs> Wait. I mean, did you say? Hold on. Let him cook. You let him cook. There you go. Right. <laughs> let, him cook. Really let him cook. Let him cook. Tim, 
let him cook. I like yeah. that. That's a good nickname. <laughs> like, about to fire everybody. He's like, hold on. I'm about to take a pay cut. That's the perfect let cook. Let me cook for a minute. Yeah. I was going to do this. <laughs> yeah. No, but I remember we talked about this too before where it was like, you're talking about a soft landing, but let's not forget people in 2007, they also predicted a soft landing. And remember what happened then? Yeah. <laughs> people with the Tom Hanks reference, we ain't got Captain Sully out here landing this plane. Mm. It ain't gonna happen. Bars. This landing, yeah, this landing is not gonna look good, man. This is a... Uh, yeah. I don't know. If you got a guy betting $5 billion, of course something <laughs> bad is gonna happen. There's a pretty good investor then. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he definitely has a pretty solid track record. He's not always right, but, like, he's right more often than he's wrong. For sure. Um... So we'll see. Uh, but I think, like, the reality is, is, like, this market is making it hard to make money either way. Like, shorts are getting destroyed right now. Yeah. Um, but then, like, people who are going, like, long at the wrong time, they're going to get destroyed. So it's been a very tough market to go long in, go short in. You have to be super nimble. And to be fair, it's like you shouldn't have to, shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to look at your fucking portfolio every day. It's not how investing should work, honestly. But um, that's how it is right now. Uh, Looks like we're all meme traders now. It's crazy. I, I read like uh, over forty-five percent of uh, flows, daily flows, right now in the market. They're all within zero dated options, so they expire within twelve hours. How like like everything's turned into a meme? Seriously. Like, it's crazy. This is not a stock market. This is not a casino. This is a windy, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that volume. It's like, it's not just retail anymore. Who's doing it? Clearly 45% of daily volume. Like that's institutions too. So, uh, God help us. You know, anyways, that's enough yeah. ranting on that. I was about to say. Speaking of God, Nancy Pelosi, (laughs) the greatest of all traders, Uh, you know, LeBron passed Kareem in scoring points, but Nancy Pelosi has beaten everyone and Uh, money she's made. And uh, so she sold her Google stocks uh, a month before the Department of Justice and eight states are decided to sue the tech giants for having a monopoly. Yeah. And, you know. Is this abuse of her power? I'm going to leave that up to you to decide. Um, but all I'm going to say is the only thing transparent about Nancy Pelosi is the varicose veins in her legs. <laughs> <laughs> she sold 3 million of her Google stock. And yeah, it's crazy thing. Pelosi is 82 years old. Yeah. $171 million net worth, if I'm right, if I'm correct about this. And at this point, like everything in her house is already wrapped in plastic. Like, what is the money for? Your your husband is in the hospital because he got attacked by some dude. Like, yeah, isn't there more pressing matters? You know what I mean? And at the same time, yeah, uh, Senator Josh Hawley introduced a bill that, you know, would ban members of Congress from trading the stocks, and it's called the Pelosi Act. Yep. Yep. Come on, Nancy, Where did that go? it's gone nowhere. <laughs> No, is that senator still with us? 
He's still with us, I, I believe. I don't know. He better, it better fight and lock up the towel. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. He, um, uh, yeah, she, she's wild with that. Also, that whole chat GPT thing that's taken the world by storm, which it is pretty interesting technology. Um, it's, uh, Microsoft made a pretty big investment in that. So this happened coincidentally, or maybe not coincidentally at the pretty much the same time. So Pelosi sold before that even came into the picture. Um, cause Google went mm-hmm. down a lot in the market as well because of that competition. She's the goat. Competition. Yeah. yeah. She's the goat, man. Greatest of all traders. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Nancy. She's the rich just keep getting richer. Uh, speaking of which, you know, you asked me how my day was. I forgot to tell you. Your boy had four eggs this morning. Wait. So you had... You're you're king, man. That's like $25 worth of food, right? Four eggs. I have four eggs. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have two. And then I looked in the carton, and I was like, nah, fuck it. You deserve four. Treat yourself. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about this because I believe last week a massive fire broke out in a Hillendale Farms, which is the largest supplier of eggs. Wow. Over and th- killing over 100,000 hens. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? That's got to be the best smelling fire ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think the suspect was the, the trying to figure out who did it still. I think the suspect is Colonel Sanders, honestly. <laughs> I hope someone had a, I hope the firefighters brought like dipping sauce on site. That would be hilarious. <laughs> We're just spraying it down with barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> this fire's not getting any better. Let's add some pepper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's the fire going? It's uh, finger licking good. <laughs> hey, you know what they say, guys? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm. All right, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> it's... Oh, man. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So the avian flu is still happening, right? Like all of that. It's, uh, you know, if you own a hen, that's like, you're king right now or queen. Yeah, the only thing you could really do is uh you buy like a 48 count of eggs. That's the new hack cuz you can only get two at a time at Costco. There is a limit. But you wow. can have a big big pack. Oh, uh, okay. So this yeah. is back to like when they were doing the rationing over COVID kind of. Yeah. Yeah, this is like before what did we say before last time it was it was toilet paper. Yep. At one point, then at one point it was lumber, and now it's eggs. Yeah. And who knows what's next? Damn. Don't throw anything away. That's what I would say. Become a hoarder. Yeah. Literally. What else? Um, oh, you know what? Because we were talking about Microsoft. It's totally mm-hmm. slipped my mind, but I had it written down. So Microsoft had done quite a few layoffs. I think it was like, Anywhere between like, I think it was like 10,000 plus layoffs. 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. The day before the layoffs, they had a, uh, uh, a party that evening where Sting played for executives. Um, and then the next day they announced the layoffs. But, ooh, yeah. Talk about fiscal responsibility. 
<laughs> I wonder what song he played. Yeah, he, he. I wish you know when you do those layoffs, like they should have done like a mass zoom and had Sting sing to them while they're getting laid off. That would make me feel at least a little bit better. But at least, at least Sting is telling me things will be okay. I think that would make me hate Sting more. <laughs> like I wouldn't even be listening to him ever again. I'd just be listening to the police. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to hear him. I'd be like, just the court. What if, so what if it was like a big Zoom meeting? And it was Sting, and the song was "I Can Feel It Coming in the Air Tonight." Oh, if he's doing that, that'd be uh, what's his name, Phil Collins. Oh, my bad, you're right. Yeah. If it was Sting, Sting's <laughs> song would have to be uh, "Set Us Free." If you love somebody, yeah. set them free, and then you get fired. So that you'd be like, man. Or what's the other yeah. one? Every move you make, every breath you take, hey, and then you walk in the office to me. You. Yeah, I'll be watching you walk out the door, you bastard. Yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, well, you know, that's just like, I mean, I'm not surprised. I don't think anyone is surprised anymore that this should happen. <laughs> I would I would be pissed. I'm not going to lie. If I got fired by Sting, I would be walking around starting all kind of little r- rumors about him. I'd be like, you know, Sting's going to have a dick, right? That's why they call him Sting. <laughs> I would say so many bad things about him if I got they play they went to a stand concert before they fired me. I got kids in college. <laughs> Little tiny penis. That's what the message of yeah. the bottle. That's him telling people about his tiny dick. His <laughs> tiny dick, yeah. Oh man, this is uh like we said before, we we couldn't, you know, no writer's room could write this even if they tried. The Simpsons are the only one probably. They're the only ones. Yeah. They're the only ones on point. Um, so there's that. Uh, I had another thing. What what else did you have, I guess? I had something else. I had some New York-centric news. Oh, uh, I think the next thing that I had uh, was talking about the people in France, where they uh, went on a nationwide strike to protest the government's plans to raise the retirement age by two years from 62 to 64. And I think... We talk about a lot, which is like the reason that they do this and people go, oh, it's two years. But the thing is, if they don't fight for their rights right now, it's only two years right now. So they have to yeah. keep fighting because eventually they will raise it to 64, to 66, to 68. Yeah. And this is important because, you know, we're talking about retirement, how people are having to dip into their retirement right now. And yeah. I think it's the thing of you, you can't take anything from the people without us noticing and you know us americans we can learn a lot from you know our french brothers you know the only time we really riot is either police brutality or black friday that's it (laughs) that's it yeah so yeah i think i talked about this yeah my retirement i don't really have one other than just buying rich white men home from the opera (laughs) <laughs> and having a letter that says, I know what you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we, we talked about our passport preferences and visa preferences already. Definitely. That was my big one. Um, otherwise, I don't know. I just, I, I think you got to just plan on uh, doing what you love. <laughs> as Gary B would say, because you're not going to be able to retire anyways. So, yeah, that's my plan right now. So your retirement is to do what you love until they kill you. (laughs) 
Yes, pretty much. I will kill you. <laughs> if anyone has a better option, let us know. You know who we're going to send to do it? Sean Penn. That's who. That's who we're always said. Did you see that video of Sean Penn with Zelensky? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. He's everywhere. Didn't he get like uh he didn't he do a covert operation in Mexico also? Yeah, Sean Penn is a he's a he's a op. That's yeah. <laughs> another way to put it. Sean Penn is he Definitely. went and found El Chapo. That's wild. He handed Zelensky, you guys see his video. Sean Penn went to the Ukraine, gave Zelensky his Oscar. And I don't. I wouldn't even trust that Oscar. I would you know get bugged. You know, a thousand percent. There's definitely a GoPro inside of there. <laughs> <laughs> Zelensky took that shit, melted it down, and just turned it into a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna use that on Putin. He's like, Putin, go to mine. This is the special bullet for Putin. <laughs> like, what if Sean? What if Sean Penn over war? I don't even think he's done a war movie. I don't know. I, I honestly, I couldn't even tell you a Sean Penn movie if I tried. You know where I am, Sam? No, nope. he played the guy with uh, autism. He had a daughter. That was that. I think he won the Oscar for that. Nope, I don't remember that, but I'm sure it's great. I know a couple Sean Penn movies. The Mechanic, but okay. that's not him. I was gonna say I've seen The Mechanic. I like that movie, but that's not him. Dead Men Walking. Damn, I thought I, oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's how he started. He played the surfing. Oh, uh, I've seen that one. Okay, yeah. okay. Spagnoli. Okay. Spagnoli. Okay. All right, yeah. I take it back. You're an actor, kind of, but you're more an op now. <laughs> Dash, really. He's out here working for the feds. What's going on? Oh, man, that's wild. That's like, what part of the package was that where Biden wrote in, send Sean Penn? <laughs> what the hell is that? It, that was in the in the liner notes. Shows in the market. Don't worry, I got this. <laughs> this is this has to be the only reason Sean Penn isn't dead. Like the only reason El Chapo didn't kill him was because he is literally a federal agent. Yeah, he's definitely he he, he is definitely uh he owes someone something. <laughs> Who is that someone? <laughs> We're looking for the conspiracy theorists in our yeah, tell us the out. guy, the five G guy who sends us five G. Let us know what Sean Penn has done. Yeah, to make him have to do this. Um, I also have uh, Exxon smashes Western oil profits with fifty five billion dollars yep. in twenty twenty two. Yeah, um, and I tried to always break down. It's such a big number. We hear billion thrown around so much. Yeah, five billion is the equivalent of two thousand seven. No. Of one thousand seven hundred and seventy-five dollars every second for the rest of the year. That's how much money that is. And if that's not that much for you, really, you can put it this way: you'd have to earn seventy-seven thousand yeah. dollars every single day for two thousand years. So what I'm saying is, you need to wake up and you need to grind. You need to grind <laughs> harder. You need to you need to be grinding so hard you're gonna live for two thousand years. <laughs> And then you will get that five billion. You can do what Exxon is doing to the world. Cause I don't want my people to forget, never forget Exxon oil. Uh, they did the, one of the worst oil, oil spills in the world. Um, yeah. That Prince William sand in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, you can see the footage. Um, and I think one of the crazy things is, you know, this oil spill that happened to Prince William, it's not as bad as the oil spill that Meghan Markle did to Prince William, but this is, <laughs> this is up there. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really uh she really knows how to drive a family apart. It's not really her fault, but it kind of is. But listen, man. I don't, I'm not gonna say anything bad about Meghan Markle, but because yeah. I I don't think the royal family is a great family either. Hold up, let him cook. <laughs> <laughs> say it, let him cook, let him cook. All I heard is, uh, listen, I don't know anything about this young lady, but I've she used to go to USC, and I've heard some things. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll you leave it at that. It. You can keep yeah. cooking on that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cook this one deep in the back because I don't want Prince. I'm living. I'm in California right now. I want Prince Harry writing a book about me. Yeah, boy, fucking yeah. You know they're on tough times where that guy has to do an audio recording of his own book, and it's bad. Ooh, yeah. He was trying to. He didn't have enough to write a book, so he just started saying random things like, "And my penis was frostbitten." Yeah. It's like, what? What is anyone gonna do with this information? My brother made me dress like a Nazi. You were like, <laughs> just wild. Yeah, yeah. You're like this. This would have been surprising before Kanye became a Nazi, maybe. But like, we're we're yeah. so far past what he thinks is shocking. Like these are things yeah. that people who are English would think, "Oh my God, how could that happen?" But here in America, we're like, "Dude, do you own a gun or what? What's up?" Yeah, yeah. It's like we. Uh, I don't know anyone who said they enjoyed reading it. Most people are pretty pretty horrified pretty bummed out yeah who wants who who cares about that family really if you're not English, yeah. why do you care about them yeah uh, i don't know anyways yeah anyways go ahead king <laughs> oh, no, no. thank you king i appreciate you <laughs> i was reading okay so there's been a lot of coffee stores in uh coffee shops in new york that have been closing but there's one that has been opening up and they are Blank Street Coffee. And I'm going to I'm going to basically put out an official fuck you Blank Street Coffee. I hate you. You're shit. I you're not going to get away with what you're doing. They're private equity backed. They're trying to be a cool hipster brand 10 years after being a hipster cool brand was cool. And they're trying to grow like a local organic uh corner coffee shop vibe your name is blank street you have there, you have no personality so you're just shutting down all of these other coffee shops basically uh running them out of competition uh and basically burning money right it's like you don't even make a profit you just use money that private equity firms gave you to take over leases and plant yourself in the city so no one likes to shit coffee, is what I'm trying to say. You hear that, Blank Street? Fuck you and the set you claim. <laughs> That's right. Mic drop. Bro. All day. Mic drop. And if you go there as a consumer in New York, I'm not going to say fuck you, but reassess the situation. There's mm -hmm. a million other places you can go. Don't go to Blank Street. Like, who cares? Just because you like the font type of fucking letters that they put in the window do not fall for that shit okay mm -hmm. i'm looking at you manhattanites right now do not fall for that shit go to your local uh coffee shop they may spit in your coffee it's good for your immune system drink it anyways yeah. <laughs> that's how i feel uh i, found... <laughs> I don't know how to follow that but i 
I saw them popping up and I needed to say something. I don't drink coffee, so I was just there like, uh, okay. Yeah, you ready? I fuck, you know what? Fuck all these other coffee boys out here. You know what I mean? Be back on that bullshit. You know what it is. That's your boy. I just, yeah, I just hate when something claims to be something that it's not. And it's like, we're, we're your friendly neighborhood coffee shop. It's like, no, you're not. You're yeah, fucking is- private equity back. <laughs> you don't give a shit about anyone here. This is something that companies do whenever there's an aesthetic that comes along. Yeah, like a way it could be thrifting. The idea of thrifting that they'll start making clothes that looks like they have been thrifted, but they now cost five, six times what the aesthetic you know actually would have cost. So it's like right now, I think what is it? Gen Z, Gen Z dresses a lot like uh back in the early '90s, like the grunge days. Yeah, to kind of find those clothes and everything, and so yeah, those clothes essentially are being sold to them. It's a whole aesthetic and a look and a mood and a vibe and I'm depressed and like you hack it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Cobain package, basically. You know who did the 90s look better than anyone, though? Who has yeah. some of the best drip? Robin Williams. Oh, Robin Williams is drip god of the 90s. Yeah, I think so. Unbelievable. Yeah, that father guy. Drip. Yeah, father drip, king drip right He's there. He's wearing a lot of the metal, uh, uh t-shirts, Prince, he had the Oakley sunglasses that wrapped over the top of your head. Yes, oh, yeah, he could pull anything off. He could, yeah, really, really, yeah. He, I mean, if he could basically be anybody, why couldn't he dress any way that he wanted? You know, yeah, big guy. I think he was big in the Japanese fashion too. But my boy Robin Williams, shout out to him. Dripping, yeah. Find your own style. Find your own, you know, thing. Yeah. Yeah, and find your own coffee. Fuck Blank Street Coffee. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get it in there one more time. <laughs> oh, man. Um, As Kurt Cobain once said, fuck Blank Street Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's a real quote. Yeah. Oh, um, I guess in politics, too, in New Zealand, the uh, prime minister uh, resigned Um and she uh she's already started djing which shout out to her she was like i don't want to do this job anymore i don't think i'm fit for it anymore i'm in my 30s my 40s i have my family i think someone who has who is about it can do it and shout out to her for quitting please quit politics if you're over 50 and you don't like it you don't have to stay in until you're 95 please quit she was how old? She was like in her late thirties or early forties, right? Um, well, let me be honest. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, I feel like I could kind of be prime minister of New Zealand. Yeah. no problem. I think you could. Yeah, Basically, like and not even mess anything up. Yeah, more than I could DJ a party. Oh, I think you'd be a better prime minister than DJ. Me too. Because think about it. What we, also, you got to think about the event. What do you DJ here? If it's a wedding, do you think you can get through the whole wedding piece of cake? You right. Know I mean? Like, I think it's easier. To, like, what is New Zealand's troubles really? Like, <laughs> yeah. Really sure. You know, like, yeah. It comes down to this, Alex. Do you want to set the rules or you want to set the vibes? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I want to be setting the vibes. Vibes Illustrated over here. 
it's hard to be a vibe setter. She's trying to do both. That's why I respect her. But if New Zealand's like running out of money, what do you do? You go like, oh, uh, let's just film another Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you do? I don't know. It's, uh, it, they, they got it. Well, they can't print money like we do. That's their problem. Can't print money like us, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do they have natural resources that they can use? Uh, that's I what I would say. I think it's just hard to really become a citizen there, but I don't even think like they get like most of their exports from outside of there, right? Like fruits and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, I, I think so. weird spiders. I don't know. <laughs> like what? That's the thing that people want from New Zealand. Sheep. I think they have a lot of sheep. Rugby. People love rugby there. Aren't they good? The New Zealand uh, All Blacks, right? They're the best in the world. It's uh, all BIPOCs, first of all. <laughs> I don't know. I, the most the closest I got to rugby was wearing a rugby shirt, rugby polo. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever really watched it other than I'll see clips sometimes. I've seen more of the rugby uh, dances than rugby itself. I've turned on rugby on accident. <laughs> There's always a second when I'm watching and I go, oh, it's football. And I go, oh, no, this is not football. Yeah. It's different. But I guess... My point is normalize quitting in politics. Some of you are very bad at it and you know it and it's okay. Please quit and do something that you like to do. Definitely, definitely. George Washington quit, man. Yeah. And Mel- who's that guy? Who's the guy who George Santos? Please quit. You're you you're we're finished before you even started. What the fuck are you doing? Everything. <laughs> yeah, Ted Ted Cruz, you're in that boat too with George Santos. But George Santos I mean, Ted Cruz is here compared to George Santos. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you have to go, are you even really gay? That's a fair question to ask him. Is his name even really George Santos? You know? I don't know. What did, he lied about his college. He lied about having any uh, experience. He was like, I thought this is what we do. We lie to get the job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. I guess to be fair to him, he did do a good job lying. That is a good point, actually. Yeah, he's like, I just lied to get... I mean, honestly, he's he's doing what all of us do to get a job, really. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, just, I thought you just lied to get a job. Yeah. I mean, he kind of proved it works, you know? Definitely. So he just wasn't very... Like, he got caught. I think that's the problem. Well, yeah, he got caught right after he got yeah. into office. But, I mean... Is it really any different than anything that like Trump's done or something like that or Pelosi or anybody? It's like you yeah, lie, you spill yeah. it, and then you figure out how to clean up the mess later. Yeah, I think the difference with some of them is that they do have they have a lot of like a lot of those politicians have a lot of half truths, but then they do have like some accomplishments that they could put on top of it. A half truth is a funny way of saying you lied. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. It was half true. <laughs> you lied. That's a lie. So it's a TRU instead of TRUE, basically. <laughs> you asking me, oh, Alex, where were you yesterday? And I was like, well, yesterday it was raining and uh, I just stayed home. Meanwhile, I was outside in a strip club. And you're like, well, it was raining. It's a half truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they're good at it i guess i guess that's why they're the ones in office we are 
Oh, man, yeah. That's, uh, so there's that. Oh, you know what? I actually thought of a great idea, speaking of politicians. I want to I, I want to um, put this on the record so people know it's my idea. Our idea. I can say it's ours, actually. I think um, I've got uh, Hillary Clinton's next big business idea. Which is? I think she should come out with her own line of hot sauce. Her own hot sauce brand. And uh, when she markets it, what she can do is she can just have a big handbag and she can pull it out and say, I'm back. Oh, because she would keep it in her handbag and she would pull it out and put it on stuff because she loves hot sauce. I know. I remember seeing it on Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. So that's a missed opportunity. That's like a trillion dollar market right there, uh, yeah. Hillary. Um, if you want to hire marketing consultants, we're here. Uh, we will take your money uh, for sure. We are not above any form of compensation. None, none at all. But I'm, uh, and I'm still holding out for my boy Tim Cook. Yes, in Tim fact, Cook. Apple, Hillary, you can sponsor the podcast as well. Every, every truly, everyone, <laughs> except for the Fed. We're gonna. This is my last little tidbit. My wrap up. Okay. Uh, so Steven said rates are going up, but yeah, basically they're going up just enough to screw over the little guy, which is us. Um, I believe they're digging a hole deeper and deeper. Uh, rates in 1981 had to go up to 16.83%. So 16.83%, whatever. Yep. And the decade finished around 10%. And right yep. now we're at what, 5%? Yeah. Yeah. Right now we're, we're, uh, pretty much at 5%. Yeah. So I'm essentially paying more interest on my credit card. Um, right now, I don't know what this is. I guess interest is yeah. the trouble that you pay in the future. So essentially that's what was going to happen to us is that we're not paying for this right now, but you know, we can keep kicking that can upstairs and you know, as George Washington would say, who's also the logo of sad money. That's right. He would say that, I don't know. I forgot. Oh, wait, yes, I remember now what he would say. He would say the last official act of any government is to raid the treasury. Mm. Yeah. And raid it. Yeah. Well, they've certainly done it in a pretty unique way that we haven't seen before by monetizing all this debt. Um, I have one other thing, actually, that I remembered. Um, okay. Was that it ah it's not it's not great news but it's 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 I feel like because I love him he's one of my favorite athletes Usain Bolt he was involved in a investment scam in Jamaica not crypto it was just some Jamaican investment brokerage where he lost uh, twelve million dollars to this investment scam and his like lawyers are saying he only has like twelve thousand dollars in his bank account uh, wild because he's one of the most famous and well-decorated athletes on the planet. Um, so that sucks. I don't know how else to put it. Um, although I would love to see him win another gold medal. For sure. I think, again, he should just start racing various animals and he can yeah. get money back up real quick. Like a pay-per-view where you could yeah. embrace a emu or a right. Komodo dragon or something like that where you're like, I, I you know... <laughs> What that OnlyFans? You know what I mean. Do that. You got this. What, yeah. What if he raced like a Komodo dragon, 
and they put uh, Floyd Money Mayweather on top of the Komodo Dragon. I'm there. I'm already there. And then cool. for whatever reason, Jake Paul yeah. and Pete Davidson are there. Yes. They're not even really, they're like, they don't even, they've like advertisers have figured out, we don't even care about the sport. Right. <laughs> throw anything in there. As long as there's famous people that people want to tune into. Yeah. Snoop Dogg is officiating somehow. Yeah. He's smoking weed. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't know. Snoop Double Dizzle, you know what it is. That's the worst Snoop Dogg in the world. <laughs> I don't know. I think, oh, wait. I think maybe Usain can uh, go play for, um, the Nets. Yeah. They need players. They've lost. They've been gutted. The big three is no longer they're the big nothing now. And uh, so come to New York, man. I'd yeah. like to run up and down the court. Yeah. Isn't that wild how the Nets, they got destroyed like that? Anyways. I got to see one game. I got to see yeah. Harden and Kevin Durant play together. That was pretty good. Damn. Yeah. Kyrie was uh, out. <laughs> yeah, we know why. Yeah, we're not going to bring it up because the algorithm guys will kill us for saying that. So, hundred percent, he was just gone. I don't know what happened. Actually, that was yeah. Time was such a haze. Hold on, my left arm is itching. I don't know. Is <laughs> it five G in it? Right? Yeah, I have to hit it every now and again to get it to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I think. That's it from both of us, right? I think for this week, I would say that's it. Watch next week. CPI is dropping at the end of next week. Uh, watch to see if it's a continuation of has inflation peaks. Is it going to go back up? That's big news. And then options X free for the month is on Friday. So be careful going into the back half of February and into March. Um, things could get a little dicey, um, but we'll be back with you shortly to talk about all that um yeah thoughts and prayers to all the people in turkey if you can donate in syria as well please donate yeah donate. i'm armenian and i would please please donate to turkey and syria it was horrible what happened yeah horrible earthquake and uh i haven't really heard i mean i hear a lot about it on the news but you don't hear as much i don't know places where you can give relief so yeah that's what the money's for yeah we'll um we'll put a link um in there for something like a verified like really fun if you have money to give um yeah okay that's it right otherwise that's it that's all i got CPI, all right cp3 see if he gets that championship <laughs> <laughs> all right sam money out see you next time peace